0: It is now time for the ultimate showdown! Confusing everyone since the time of Arthur Reed, we have two animals that have bamboozled the world since the known existence of both. Two mammals of similar size, similar eating habits, and similar tongues. Today, we will answer the ultimate question of which is which. I present to you the two competitors of today. The Aardvark and Giant Anteater! Welcome to Weird Animal Facts Explicit, a show dedicated to the weird, odd, unusual, gross, and oftentimes disturbing facts about animals. My name is Deidre and I have worked as an animal care professional and educator for over a decade and now I'm here to help answer your questioning about two animals that I am sure many of you think are the same thing. Argvarks and giant anteaters. My guess is that what you are imagining is an animal that has a long nose with a long tongue that it uses to eat ants. And you would be correct! But the two animal stars today are no more related to each other than you are related to a platypus. Yep, they're both mammals. And that's it. That's where it stops. They just happen to be very similar in appearance with very similar adaptations. And now it's time for a segment called... Yes, that's that's a scientific vocabulary term you learned about in grade school but forgot. forgot. What is a scientific vocabulary term that is used when two or more distinct species share a trait not due to a common ancestor? Um, can I have an example, please? I guess. Alright, birds, bats, and butterflies can all fly, but they did not evolve from the same ancestor. They just developed the magical ability of flight all on their own. You mean like how both the hedgehog and tenrec have spines, but aren't related at all? What the fuck is a Tenric? I, oh, I mean, yes! That would be convergent Evolution. That's correct! So, just because two things are similar doesn't mean they are related. Just like how you and your partner share a love for heavy Viking metal music, but you don't share the same parents. At least I hope not. For those of you who have listened to last week's episode, you may very well already know some of the Arkvark's living relatives. And it's not who you think it is. It's the Sengis. and well what the fuck am I saying? And it's not who you think. It's the Sengis. Or more commonly and inaccurately known as the Elephant Shrew. And we can actually break this down so that it makes sense for your lazy listening brain. So sit back and relax and try not to hit the bumper of the car in front of you. As we learned from the Elephant Shrew episode, we learned that both the Elephant Shrew and Argvark share a common ancient African ancestor. Mainly due to when Pangea split apart, Africa was isolated so the animals there all evolved from what they were into what they are now. So that should tell you that the Argvark, just like the Elephant Singus, because it's not a shrew, is from Africa! But what about the Giant Anteater? Well, they are from South America! Do you know who else is from South America? Armadillos and sloths! And guess which animal the giant anteater is most closely related to? Armadillos and sloths! Fun fact, it was once thought that the pangolin was also a relative of the anteater, armadillos, and sloths. But thanks to DNA analysis, we learned that's just not true. Again, just because two animals look similar doesn't mean they're related. I may look like my dog, but we are not related. Even though I am her mommy. Wait, but how is a giant anteater, armadillo, and sloth all related? They don't look similar at all! I mean, you did listen to last week's episode, right? When we talked about clades? Kingdom, phylum, class. Order. Family, genus, species. (laughs) Why are you playing that song? Because we're talking about classification and taxonomy. But clade isn't in the song. Why would you play it? It's, it's just going to confuse them. Well, can't you just tell them that the clade lets them know the evolutionary history? Well, it's more complicated than that. Well, all right, well, all right, I guess I, that will work. Moving on. Just like how the argvark and elephant singus share a common ancient ancestor, the anteaters, sloths, and armadillos, too, share a common ancient ancestor of their own but an ancient ancestor from South America, since that's where they live. To help you remember, just think Africa is bigger and has two A's, just like the word Arkvark. (laughs) Um, South America also has two A's in it, and so does the word Anteater. And technically, Arkvark has three A's. I thought you were trying not to confuse them. Fuck, will you shut up? Alright, don't worry, there are many more differences between the two that we'll go over that may or may not help you remember which is which. Well, if it doesn't help, then what's the point? What's the point of you? Go away! Argvark. A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. If you're like me, you learned how to spell Argvark from an episode of Arthur, a PBS show based on a children's book about an Argvark. But if you missed out on the very first Arthur book published in 1976, then you might be horribly confused as the Arthur, many of us know today, does not look like an argvark. In the very first Arthur book, Arthur's Nose, Arthur has a long ass nose, just like an argvark does. But if you ask me, the nose looks more like an anteater's nose. Stop confusing the listeners! The African argvark's nose looks like someone grabbed onto a pig snout and stretched it out. As the nostrils, at the end of the long snoot, has a pig snout. The ears look to have once belonged to a donkey. The one thing that Mark Brown did get correct when it came to the argbark's appearance is the near-naked body. Don't worry, parents, because it's a children's cartoon, they did put clothes on him. And all his friends. Unlike the Anteater of South America who was very, very fluffy. Especially that pom-pom-like tail. Ant eaters. Go ant eaters. Woo! The Argvark, on the other hand, looks to have just as much hair on it as a pig does. And I'm not talking about those cute kuna kuna pigs. I mean like babe and Wilbur type of pigs. To highlight exactly how naked the Argvark is, I would like you to imagine a baby Argvark. Oh. Because its skin looks like a sphinx cat. You know, those ugly, naked ones with pink, wrinkly folds of skin covering its glistening body of pure hate. But don't worry, because as the Ardvar gets older, they start to grow some hair. But only some. It's a good thing the Ardvar can't come across a giant anteater, as they may get a bit jealous of the giant anteater's luscious locks. Giant anteater a roaming, fluffy mammal that looks to have a dildo on its face. While the aardvark's nose is that of a pig with those two large, wide nostrils that sniff across the African floor with ease, the giant anteater looks like a very long and thin dildo. The tip of this sex-toy-looking snoot is rounded like a circumcised penis, which is actually more accurate to what Mark Brown's Arthur's nose originally looked like. But unlike the nearly-naked Argvarg, this giant anteater of Central and South America is covered in long, flowing, gorgeous hair. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she's an anteater. The penis face doesn't have much hair, and the legs and tail looks to be a show cowboy from Buffalo Bill's Wild West show with their frilled chaps. their cowboy pants and dildo face, you wouldn't think that the Giant Anteater could get any weirder. Oh, but it does. Where most animals, as they walk around on all fours, will walk on the pads of their feet, you know, like a normal animal, which includes the arg bark, by the way. The Giant Anteater, for some weird reason, walks around like Andy circus in War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, the Giant Anteater walks around on its knuckles. While both the Giant Anteater and Argvarg have long claws for digging, the Giant Anteater's claws may be a bit longer. Because if they were to walk like a normal person, they would most likely stumble over those nails. Tumble out of burren, stumble over my nails, dig myself, turn my mail, yawn, bathe, and try to come to life. Jump in the river and the blood starts pumping down the fur The ants start jumping with hair like mine and nails Ants better hide the Giant ant Central and South America Barely getting by As we are vulnerable They just take our land and never gives credit It's enough to drive us extinct if we let it So they curl their nails under and walk on their knuckles so they don't trip. But I guess, to make up for that weird, awkward way of walking, when they have their fur babies, they give them a piggyback ride. Well, more like a booty ride, as the baby is usually situated in the saddle between the ass and the tail. And get your mind out of the gutter, okay? We're talking about babies here, okay? So aside from having that long fur to keep the ants from biting it, the long fur is also there for the baby to hold on to. Plus, they look bigger with that baby on their butt, and anything in the animal world that's big is scary. Look at me! I'm a tiny jumping spider, but my pedipals and front legs are in the air, so that means I'm really scary! Ooh! Oh, uh, wait, I've, I've got a question. If the giant ant eater has hair to keep the ant's bites from hurting it, how does the nearly-naked Ardvarg keep the ant bites from hurting them? Excellent question! They've got thick-ass skin, meaning the multiple ant bites don't hurt them, unlike your baby peach skin that causes you to scream in pain with one single ant bite. Let's jump back to just the giant anteater for a moment. Remember, this is the fluffy American one we're talking about now, as we'd like to fine-tune some of our specifics of just who we're talking about. The giant anteater. Well, yeah. but. Did you know that there are actually four species of anteaters in Central and South America? As mentioned, we have the Giant Ant Eater, but there's also the Silky Ant Eater who is just a cute adorable little fluff ball of gold. Then there are two Tamandua species, the Northern and Southern Tamandua, who both look like miniature giant anteaters with way less shaggy fur and happens to live in the trees. In fact. All three of these other anteater species are all arboreal and have prehensile tails, making the giant anteater, whose tail is just long and shaggy and is restricted to life on the ground, the odd man out. Weirdo. As for the African argvarg, it's just them. There's nobody else in their order, family, genus, or species. Well, that's sad. Not really, especially when you think about all the other critters they come in contact with throughout their day or at night, as the Argvarg is nocturnal. And they're probably at night because uh, they want to hide their nearly naked body from the world. (coughs) An Argvarg will encounter and then consume over 30,000 ants and termites in a single meal. So the Argvarg has plenty of friends for dinner. And the same goes for the giant ant (laughs) eater. Hey kids. Welcome to Be Like the Animals, where today we're going to be just like the giant ant-eaters and barks. First, whine, bitch, and moan until you convince your parents to buy you a container of nerds candy. Then, climb up on the counter, so to freak out your parents, and get a plate so that you can dump out all the nerds onto that plate. The next step is when we become either an bark or giant anteater you get to pick. Stick out your tongue and place it onto the nerds you dumped out on that plate. Is your tongue covered in nerds? Just like the argvark and ant eaters of the world, this is due to all your saliva. Only in argvarks with ant eaters, they're eating ants and termites and not nerds. So to truly become one of the animals, go outside and shove your tongue into an ant mound. Disclaimer! Do not do this. When you stuck your tongue out to collect all of those nerds, you had only about three inches of tongue exposed. If you don't believe me, give it a try. Stick out your tongue! Oh no, it's okay, go ahead. I will wait. I have nowhere to be right now. Go on. Stick out your tongue. Stick out your tongue. Great! Now imagine your fat, chunky tongue that I have finally convinced you to stick out Imagine what the driver next to you must be thinking. Imagine if that tongue was a foot long, or even two feet long. The African argvarg, who is typically heavier than a giant anteater, only has a tongue about one foot long. While the American giant anteater, whose fluffy fur, makes them look heavier, they actually aren't heavier, but they do have a two foot long tongue. And both of these two animals' tongues are long, thin. And lube, Just like when someone tries to enter your termite mound, and they find themselves at a lube, they spit into their hands, then proceed to moisten your inside. Saliva can be very helpful. Man, if only your partner produced the overly copious amount of saliva as these two animals, then maybe they go in easier. But then again, if your partner's a man, he'd probably still complain, saying that he couldn't feel very much. It isn't always about you men! As the Argvarg and Giant Anteaters show what is best. Because the perfect amount of wet will fill even an Argvark sized appetite. Fun fact: the giant anteater's tongue is also covered in tiny spikes that work like Velcro. So just think giant anteaters are fluffy bodied and fluffy tongue. But it's not fluffy, it's spikes. It's it's just tiny spikes, it's not fluff like fur. Um or just think Argvargs are naked, so they have a naked tongue to match their naked body. Naked, naked, fur, fur. (laughs) Double fun fact. While the giant anteater has spikes on its tongue, it doesn't have any teeth. But the Argvark does. The Argvark's teeth are small, peg-like teeth located in the very back of the jaw. These teeth of the African Argvark look like teeth and are shaped like teeth. Well, no shit. But when you get really, really close to them, you'll see that they aren't one solid structure the way our pearly whites are. Each tooth appears to be made out of over 1,000 thick hairs standing on end. Think of it like the hair-like baleen teeth of a whale, only the hairs are all shoved tight together and have been shaped to look like a normal tooth. Fun fact, just like how your teeth are made of keratin, so is baleen. Your teeth are keratin, baleen is keratin, argvark's teeth are keratin, everything is keratin! But if the giant anteater doesn't have teeth like the argvark, how does the giant anteater break down its food? Well first, its food is very tiny, so that helps. You don't have to chew all those nerves you just looked up, but it would definitely help out your digestion. But even though the argvark does have teeth, there aren't very many of them. So for both the Argvarg and the toothless anteaters, they break down their food in some weird ways. Both the Argvarg and giant anteaters' digestion works pretty much the same as the pangolin. And if you haven't checked out episode 47, you should, as we talked about the pangolin. But in case you missed it, here's a quick snippet. Flashback music. do do You know about birds, right? Now, if you listen to the turkey episode, then you'll remember that turkeys, as well as many other birds, such as chickens, ducks, quails, and the falsely named dove, because it's actually a stupid pigeon, all of these birds all have what's called a gizzard. And since these birds don't have teeth for chewing their food, they have a pocket along their digesting track that is filled with grit that is pretty much pebbles and sand. So instead of chewing their food via teeth, so to break it down, the food goes into the gizzard and the grits inside the gizzard breaks down the food before continues down in his digesting journey. The pangolin also has a gizzard. Well, all right, well technically it's not a true gizzard, but just like some alligators, axolotl, and sea lions, the pangolin will consume small rocks and pebbles that will sit in the stomach to help break down the ant and termites food they consume. So, works just like a gizzard. Fun fact, the ants and termites the pangolin eats will actually help in their own digestion. Since pangolins don't create their own stomach acid like us humans, they use the formic acid that the ants and termites are filled with to help further break down their food, which which is the ants and termites. So, the acid inside the ants and termites is actually what's digesting them. That would suck. Flashback music. So basically, the stomach is doing the real chewing. However, it's more like the base of the stomach, the part where the food would leave so to continue on into its digesting journey. So there's no gizzard pocket like in birds, it's just a really strong and thick pyloric region or globe as one study called it. As that muscle moves, it helps to break down the food before it moves on. So I guess you could call it a modified gizzard? Because even though it's not a prominent pocket that offshoots from the digesting journey, some animals with this chewing stomach, as I'm going to call it, has a few chamber-like regions that is separated by a sphincter, 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 it's separated by a sphincter, 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 making it gizzard-like, sphincter. Sphincter's fun to say, say it with me, sphincter, sphincter, sphincter. So even though the naked African argvarg and fluffy American giant anteater share many things in common from their long nose, that slimy tongue, and even that gizzard-like belly, they didn't come from the same ancestors. They are different, yet the same. Coming from vastly different habitats and regions of the world, these two animals somehow, in all this mess that we call life, were able to adapt very similar ways of living. Either God and Mother Nature have been sticking to a very similar blueprint with all of their creations, or aliens are to blame. And if it's the latter, then maybe one day the aliens will come back and help to save all of our endangered species, like that of the giant anteater. Listed as vulnerable on the IUCN's red list, the giant anteater, being big, slow moving, and lazy, has had a hard time avoiding human development. And now to make you feel even shittier for being a human being. Because of human development, the giant anteater has even become extinct in some areas they were once very common in. And I realized I said that very happy, so let's rewind and do it again. <laughs> and now, to make you feel even shittier for being a human. Because of human development, the giant anteater has even become extinct in areas they were once very common in. Have you ever heard of Costa Rica, Belize, Guatemala? Well, if you have, and you go there, you won't be seeing a giant anteater there anymore. Why? Humans are dicks. Humans are dicks. Humans are dick, 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 dicks. We're all dicks. But you don't have to be that that resembles the face of the giant anteater. Because you can help by donating money! (laughs) Xantheras.org. And by donating money to this website, not only will help protect giant anteaters and other anteaters, but also all sloths and armadillos. You'll be able to find a link in the episode description. And while you're making your way over to that link to help save a species by donating your hard earned money, let's attempt to read some scientific names. Scientific names are hard. As usual, I have asked my roommate Emily to give me the scientific names of two animals up today, and I attempt to read them out loud, which is much harder than it sounds. And if you don't believe me, allow me to prove it. We will start in the alphabetical sense of things and start with the Argvark. Oric. Hmm. Oric. Offer. Oric. Oric. Terpus? Or it's. It's not octopus, it's not. It's. Oris. Offer. Next, we will move to the giant anteater. Myer... Myr. Myr. gaga, tridactyl. Myer... Myr-myr- God, there's too many. It goes M-Y-R-M. That's like a... Nye-me-me-co-paga. Tridactyl. And I was told by Emily, because last time I said, Tridactyl. Oh, that sounds like something. It should be something. I thought dinosaur. She says it means toes. So that means the dinosaur with toes. And technically, that's kind of what a giant ant eater looks like, except it has fur. It's mammals. You can rest easy tonight. Knowing that you now know the differences between the naked African argvarg with its pig-like nose and the fluffy American giant anteater with its dildo-looking snoot. But if you continue to get them confused, then go verify your thoughts on our Facebook and Instagram pages, or better yet, listen to this episode again, but with a buddy who has a better memory than you. Because if you've knocked your head on as many bird perches and tiny animal closures as I have, then you're allowed to be confused just as long as you stay weird.